Variance episode number seven of Brutal Battle. Uh, doing this one by myself because it's also a Brewery Society beers episode, and it also is covering a beer that we've had in other episodes, mainly the uh, Black uh, Black Tuesday box episodes. Uh, we've had two of those at this point, the 2020 and the 2019. Now we're doing some variant episodes. Now this is the first of three Black Tuesday variant episodes. Yes, you heard that right. We're doing three separate Black Tuesday variant episodes where we'll be doing three Black Tuesday variants in each of those episodes because I have 12 that I can go through. And I decided to break it up into three because I was more easily able to categorize it into three groupings. So this first one will be based more on kind of like different barrels in a sense um, or bourbon-ish, bourbon barrel type stuff. And you'll see what I mean. Uh, will be the first three, and then the next three will be something different, and then the next three will be something different. So they're grouped together for specific reasons. Um, some a little bit loose, some not. So the perfect place to start is a original just Black Tuesday. Now this one is not fresh, so know that a fresh Black Tuesday will taste different than an aged Black Tuesday. I'm just pulling from what we have in the cellar, and this is a 2016 Black Tuesday, which for a refresher for everyone, uh, Black Tuesday is an imperial stout aged in bourbon barrels. And this one in particular is 20.3% alcohol. I know other iterations of Black Tuesday that have been done aren't in the 20%, but pretty close to it. It's like 19 point something. So they're all about 20%. Now this one's basically four and a half years in the bottle. So it'll be interesting to see how that is. And it's in a 750 milliliter bottle. Um, most, uh, I don't think that they've ever done, actually they've done a few special variants in cans, like 16 ounce cans, but for the most part, Black Tuesday's only in 750 milliliter bottles, which I think is, you know, it's, it's too much because you have to share it. You can't go, well, I mean, you could, but it's a bad idea go through a 750 milliliter bottle Black Tuesday yourself. So just saying. So four and a half year old Black Tuesday from 2016. Here we go, pouring it in. Uh, it's been a while since I've had just straight up Black Tuesday. And Rebecca and I typically just uh, enjoy, instead of actual Black Tuesday, having um, So Happens It's Tuesday. Sorry, that's the lesser... A version of it where it's, you know, I think it's like 15% alcohol, so it's still high, but it's not nearly as crazy as Black Tuesday. So this looks, I mean, it looks dark because it's an Imperial Stout, but it's a lot less dark than you might think. There's a, it, you can see through it around the edges. It is kind of more of like a reddish brownish, and that's actually probably a lot because of the age on this one in particular. Not a whole lot of carbonation still left on it. Some kind of medium-sized bubbles when I swirl it up in the glass. Obviously, the beer comes down very slowly on the sides when I swirl it because, man, it's 20.3% and that is high. This is obviously kind of a dessert-style sipper, and I'm not drinking all this myself. Rebecca will be helping me later. So, smelling it? Mm, lots of bourbon. Lots of bourbon, and you do get a little bit of that kind of slightly astringent uh, bourbon barrel sting in the nostril. But it actually smells relatively smooth other than that. 
I get some wood. Actually, I get a good amount of the wood from the barrel coming through on that. I get like a nice caramel to it that's coming up from that bourbon character. I get some vanilla coming through as well. A little bit of raisin because of the high ABV. Yeah, it's mainly that. Caramel, vanilla, wood, raisin. Yeah, I don't get any sort of like chocolate or anything from the Imperial Stout, but maybe I'll get that in the flavor. So, going in. Ooh, it's very smooth. Decent viscosity in the mouthfeel, which you would probably assume since it's a very high ABV beer. Decent amount of a raisin that pops up in the beginning of the sip, which is also not that big of a surprise because I'm saying I'm smelling it and also, you know, it's a barrel-aged high ABV beer. Uh, going in for another one. Yeah, that caramel is definitely there. There's a bit of that vanilla peeking through. And I'm definitely getting a good amount of the wood to it, too. There's a lot of bourbon character in it. Uh, it's kind of, at this point, tasting more like kind of a bourbon barrel-aged barley wine because the actual Imperial Stout has thinned out over time. But it still smells good. So it smells good. It does smell good, but it also tastes quite good. So if you're looking for, like, a really strong, uh, rich kind of Imperial Stout backbone for this beer at this age, it's not really there, but it's... If you're looking for, like, a beautiful kind of bourbon-flavored beer, then that is definitely there. It's very heavy on the bourbon. The bourbon's taken over almost completely with this beer. Hmm. Yeah, some caramel. Much like with a lot of the brewery high ABV beers, it's a lot smoother than it should be. Definitely for 20.3%. I mean... You taste this, and you will know it's a high ABV beer, but then if somebody falls it up with, yeah, that's 20.3%, you would be like, whoa, that's pretty deceptively smooth for being that freaking high, because how many beers out there are actually that high in ABV? Just saying. So it's not as good as I remember it when it was fresher, or at least this particular one, because I remember having this 2016 vintage when it was fresh, so four and a half years on it, I don't prefer it to fresh, but it's it's different and it tastes good as different. I think I'd prefer it fresh, but it still tastes quite good. Like I said, it's more like a bourbon barrel-aged barley wine that's very nice and soft. And there is a decent amount of wood character on this. So this is a good starting reference point for it, but going forward, some of the beers that are kind of fresher variants are probably going to taste a little bit different. They're probably going to have more chocolatey notes to them just because they have less age and they haven't thinned out over time. So anyway, um, happy with this one. So let's go ahead and move on to variant number two. And this is the one I'm most excited for because it has the most time put into it, the most uh, care put into it, I'm assuming. And it's because it is Black Tuesday Reserve. This one should be better than the next one for numerous reasons, or better than the last one for numerous reasons. Uh, one of those reasons being it's fresher, where the last one was four and a half years old, but still tasting quite good. This one was brewed as the Imperial Stout in 2018. Then it was put into hand-chosen bourbon barrels that were the best of the best that the brewery could get their hands on. Then it was aged in those barrels for a year. 
After that, it was taken out and it was put into new barrels that were also hand-chosen best-of-the-best bourbon barrels and was done for an additional year. So this is two years with the best bourbon barrels. So a lot of time put into this, a lot of care put into this. It should be a big deal, and it is a bigger ABV. Uh, where the last one was, I believe, 20.3, this one is a flat 21%. So we're stepping up close to another percentage point. Uh, once again, this is also in a 750 milliliter bottle. All right, getting into it. Never had this one before. Where I've had the regular Black Tuesday in the past, never had the reserve version. So this was released in 2020. Because like I said, uh, the original Imperial Stout was brewed in 2018, and then the two years in the barrel. So uh, immediately when I poured it, it actually had a creamy head on the top, which the regular Black Tuesday definitely did not have. Now that did dissipate, but there's still some small bubbles kind of hanging out on the top. Oh, and I also had opened this one off podcast because it's got all that wax on top, at least two layers. So it's a little hard to get through, and I didn't want to you know, struggle on podcast. So once again, uh, looks like an Imperial Stout. This definitely looks a lot darker than the 2016 Black Tuesday because obviously it's been less time in there thinning out. Um, yeah, so it looks like a nice proper Imperial Stout. Got plenty of legs on the edges as I of the glass as I uh, swirl it up, even more so than the 2016 Black Tuesday. It's very slowly coming down because of the high ABV. Ooh, smelling it, definitely a lot, a lot of bourbon character, but it's very soft, even softer than it was in the 2016 Black Tuesday. And what was missing in that Black Tuesday was the chocolatiness. Now, this has that chocolatiness injected, and it's smelling a little bit creamy, too. Mm, there's a little bit of that raisin that was in the 2016 Black Tuesday, but it's not quite nearly as much. I think that just kind of comes over time with higher ABV beers. And since this one's younger, you're not going to have as much of that. There is plenty of the bourbon barrel character. It's softer. It's not as pronounced as that 2016 Black Tuesday. There's more vanilla to this one. I think the, the oakiness from the bourbon barrel is softer in this one. And, yeah, I get more vanilla. I get a little bit of a carameliness. Not as much as I did in the 2016 Black Tuesday, though. It smells really good. Uh, I do get an astringency coming through in the nose, but it is less than the 2016 Black Tuesday. So, in comparison to that, uh, it just smells smoother. It smells more nuanced. So, going in. Ooh. Man. So the mouthfeel on this is a lot thicker, and it's a lot creamier. There actually is a bit of a creaminess to it, and there is that chocolatiness on there as well. It's got a very significant backbone to it, hmm. where it definitely does taste high ABV, it's definitely really smooth. It is way smoother than that 2016 Black Tuesday. I'm getting all the things that I was smelling not really getting much of the raisin that's that I'm tasting because I think the chocolatiness is taking that out. Uh, I'm getting a bit of that caramel. I'm definitely getting the vanilla. The vanilla is significantly more than what I was getting in the 2016 Black Tuesday. And I'm getting the chocolate like I was getting not much of any 
if any, in the Black Tuesday, the regular Black Tuesday. Mm. Yeah, this is extremely deceptively smooth. You would never know that it's 21%. I mean, it's high ABV, but if somebody told me, you know, it's like 15, 16%, maybe even less than that, I would believe them. It is extremely dangerous at 21%, honestly. Yeah, this is definitely, when you say reserve and then you read about all the time that went into this beer and picking the best bourbon barrels for it, um, it's coming through because it's unbelievably nuanced. It's unbelievably smooth. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm quite happy with this beer. So at the moment, this is my favorite one for this episode. And yeah, I'm going to really enjoy uh, drinking this. Now, I'm not as excited for the next one, and you'll find out why, but I am a little bit opt. I mean, I'm trying to be optimistic about it. So let's just go ahead and move on to the third and final variant of this episode. And this one is from the Hoarder Society from 2020, where they'll actually end up doing these kind of like small batch boxes of a bunch of different beers in those boxes. So that's what this is from. They're always in 375 milliliter bottles. So that is what this one is in, which is good because it makes it more manageable because this one is also high ABV like the last two, although it is lower. This one's actually a 19.2% alcohol beer. Now, this one is their Black Tuesday Islay. Hopefully I'm saying that correctly. I don't drink this spirit uh, it's spelled I-S-L-A-Y. I don't know if it's if people actually say it is lay, but I think it's I-Lay. Uh, this is the Imperial Stout aged in Scotch whiskey barrels. Now, the reason that I'm a little bit hesitant on this one and a little bit afraid of this one is I don't really like Scotch. Like, I can, if I need to, drink a tad bit of bourbon, and I really love bourbon barrel aging with my beers, no matter what the style of beer is, pretty much. Whiskey, same thing. Now, Scotch... I have a bit of a checkered past with that and beer aging. Uh, we have had beers before that were aged in Scotch whiskey barrels, and we really loved it. Uh, but we've had ones where they were aged in Scotch whiskey barrels, and we really hated it because it was so Scotch-driven that it mainly just tasted like Scotch. So I'm hoping that there's enough of the Black Tuesday notes that end up overpowering the Scotch on this one, but we will see. So like I said, 19 point. 2%. And then I'll give a ranking of these three beers. And once again, my apologies that this is kind of a shorter episode, but I needed to break it up into threes in each, which by the way, this one being the last one of this episode was intentional for the reason that this is done in a different barrel. The first two are bourbon barrel only. This one is scotch whiskey barrel. And that's kind of a lead in to the next variance episode of the next three Black Tuesday variants I'm going to be doing. So that is going to be different barrels. So there'll be three different barrels for that one. So it should be fun. I'm excited about it. I feel like the, the interesting, that's not a word, but <laughs> I was going to say the interestingness, the level of interest in creative things going on with the beers increases with, with each of these episodes, in my opinion. But we'll see. Okay, so this Black Tuesday I lay, um, I mean, it looks like an Imperial Stout. 
it looks somewhere between the coloration and viscosity of the regular Black Tuesday, the 2016 one, and that Black Tuesday Reserve. Um, not a whole lot of head sticking around, although when I swirl it up, there are some small bubbles that show up, a few medium bubbles as well. Does the same as the other ones, just kind of slowly coming down the edges. All right, let's smell it. Ooh, oh my gosh. Okay, this is what I was afraid of. It smells very Band-Aid-like, and that's one of the biggest things I really don't like about scotch is that heavy Band-Aid smell and flavor. It smells so Band-Aid-y. I do smell a little bit of the Black Tuesday, like a little chocolatiness of the Black Tuesday kind of poking through, but that Band-Aid smell is so strong. It is almost all scotch on the nose. Ugh. And there's a lot of peat. You know, you get that kind of like peat moss that comes in scotch. There's a lot of the peat moss. It's Band-Aids and peat moss. <sighs> yeah, and it smells real astringent too. Ooh, I do not. It smells like like a medical cabinet, basically, with all the Band-Aids. I really don't like the smell of this one. I really don't. Okay, I'm going to go in and taste it. If it tastes the way it smells, I'm really going to not like this. All right, let's do it. Ooh. Um, it is lots of that smoky peat moss flavor. Lots of that. That said, the Band-Aid note that I'm smelling a lot on it is significantly less on the flavor. So that's a big plus. Hmm. Another sip. Yeah, I mean, the Black Tuesday pokes through a little bit in this. Like, I get a little bit of that kind of like dark chocolate from the Black Tuesday poking out, but... It's so scotch-driven. If you really love the flavor of scotch, you'll probably really like this one. This is not for me. It's tons and tons of that peat moss. It's some of that Band-Aid and a little bit of dark chocolate to it. It's re it burns a lot. Like, the alcohol perception on this is so high with a lot of the higher ABV beers, like the last two I had on this episode... It's usually masked pretty well. This one's not that situation. Like, it's 19.2%. It tastes crazy high in ABV. There's an astringency to it. It really burns in the back of the throat. I'm just not a big fan of this one. That said, with each sip, it gets less bad. I have a feeling when Rebecca tries this, she's really going to hate it. It is so much of that smoked peat moss. It is so much of it. Okay, so... That said, I think people can pretty much guess easily what my ranking on this is going to be. So my number three on this one is going to be the Black Tuesday Islay, which is an Imperial Stout aged in Scotch whiskey barrels at 19.2%. Don't like Scotch. Don't like it at all. I also think that the Scotch just beats down the Black Tuesday a lot in this beer, and I don't like that about it. My number two is going to be the 2016 Black Tuesday, obviously Imperial Stout aged in bourbon barrels. About four and a half years on this when it's being consumed. Real tasty, still holding up well, but it's really tasting more at this point like a bourbon barrel-aged barley wine. A quite tasty one at that, though. And my number one is going to be the Black Tuesday Reserve from 2020. Oh, the Black Tuesday, 2016 Black Tuesday was 
what did I say percentage-wise? Oh, 20.3%. Then the Black Tuesday Reserve, my number one, is at 21%. That's an Imperial Stout aged in hand-picked best of bourbon barrels for a year, then taken out and put in new hand-picked best of bourbon barrels for another year. That beer is very, very smooth for what it is. The alcohol perception is very low, and it is super tasty. So that's my ranking for this one. And yeah, I'm, um, I'm glad I've started this. This has been, I've been stockpiling Black Tuesdays in the beer cellar, so it's really nice to finally crack into this. And let me see how fast I can get these episodes out, because if I can, I might try to put these out week after week to get all three of them out, or I'll do something where it's like one week this and then something else and then, you know, make it kind of every other, but we'll see. Um, thank you everyone for checking this out. Uh, help us out online with ratings and reviews for whatever podcatcher you end up using. Um, that really does help us a lot. Word of mouth is a great thing. And also Rebecca's doing a wonderful job with Instagram. So brutal battle podcast, just look it up on Instagram. Uh, also, you know, you can get back episodes if you want to going to archive.org and searching Brutal Battle or just the website BrutalBattle.com because we have a lot of those. But anyway, thanks for checking this out. Really appreciate it. And until next time, keep it brutal. I feel so-